just what's your name sir bavaro nicholas bavaro and what's your instrument an accordion of course do, do you play anything besides hardball do you get many dates dressed like this i haven't yet no i'm looking forward to it though Mr. Russell, I presume? Yes, Mr. Russell J. Roberto, R-I-B-E-R-T-O, 75 years old, never smoked a cigarette or purchased a lottery ticket. Is this team bowling? Full contact bowling. No holes barred. You seem like you're wearing Mexican wrestling outfits. You don't seem like we are. We are. What are you, blind? Uh-oh. Will Klinger, welcome to WGN Radio. How are you? Oh, you took some great old clips from good old wild Chicago. I was pleased to hear that. Well, and now I don't even have to say. This is the former host of Wild Chicago who, I mean, you've won, what is it, 14 Emmy Awards or some such thing just for Wild Chicago, not to mention the Emmys you've earned for lots of other shows that you've been involved with, including one that's close to my heart, and that's The Legend of Del Close. Del Close is... Uh, one of the two, Sharna Halpern is the other, who created Improv in Chicago. Uh, and you've been... I.O., good yeah, old I.O. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you've been to in many, many movies. And now you're going to be on stage. Tell us about that. I'm trotting the boards in a play called <laughs> Being Seen, which is by Richard Gustin, starring Kellyanne Clark and Will Klinger at the Den Theater, opens mid-June, June 15th, and runs for about three weeks. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, all through the, the TV career that I've had and the film career I've had, I've, I've always done, managed to do theater. I mean, I first came to Chicago when I got hired at, at uh, Second City Touring Company back in 84, for God's sake. Uh, so I never, theater has never been far away from my, uh, my uh, wants and needs. So, uh, yeah, this is this is the latest play I'm doing, and, and it's the first thing I've done since the pandemic. So it's it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun at the Den Theater. Interesting the way you said that. I'm in a show called Being Seen with Will Klinger and Kellyanne Clark. That's what you said, referring to yourself in the third person. Any reason for that? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just using the promos that we've I'm sure put on the radio and television. Starring Kellyanne Clark. I give her first billing because I think she's the real star of the show. But uh, I play a, an artistic director, a very renowned artistic director of a theater. Kelly is an actor auditioning for this theater. And it's just two people. And it's a roller coaster. It's kind of a, uh, kind of a uh, crazy run that we go through. They put the audience through some, some crazy moments. But uh, it's funny. It's very funny. But it's dark. It's kind of a, I'm going to say a tragic comedy. Is that a word? Well, it is now. And uh, this tragic comedy uh, did very well in New York City, I understand. Yeah, it got rave reviews. It was named the uh, an audience favorite at the, Chicago, at the New York Fringe Festival. And this is its Chicago premiere. Although our playwright, Richard Gustin, has told us that there are, there are uh, several pages of this play that were not in New York. So I like to consider it a world premiere for at least 10 pages. <laughs> what appealed to you most about doing this, aside from the fact that someone offers work, that's always a good thing, but above and beyond that? I tell you what, it's a great part, and, and it's, it's a high-status part. It kind of, the director kind of, you know, 
drives the action, as they say. And I've always liked those kind of roles where, where you know, the, the action of the play kind of depends on my character. And frankly, I've never done a two-person play where it was just two people on stage. So that made me jump at this chance because, uh, you know, you're always looking to challenge yourself. I'm sure Steve Dale is the same way. You always look for new challenges, and that, this certainly is no exception. Wild Chicago. I mean, you know, you just, any Chicagoan, those two words, you smile because you, you, uh, what's the right way for me to say this? You depicted our city in a way. I mean, I'm, an, I'm a native Chicagoan and I'd watch Wild Chicago and I'd say, who knew? And I'd say it again. Who knew? I mean, over and over, you found gems in our city that I'll, I'll tell you, I don't know how you found them, uh, uncovering the unusual in Chicago. What, what, what made you think of doing this in the first place? Well, now, I cannot claim credit for creating the show Wild Chicago. It was originally created by a couple of guys, John Davies and Ben Hollis, and Hollis was the first host for the first yeah. four seasons. Yeah, I did I... it for 11 seasons after that, but... So I can't claim credit for the the uh, original idea, but I tell you what, you're right. We uh, people are constantly coming up to me and saying, "Oh, you, I I I would always watch to to find out about stuff to do in the city. You know, where to go, what people to see, see, things to things to do." So I think the show, as well as being entertaining, was just very informative for local Chicagoans. And you know, I'm now producing and hosting a show for PBS on a national scale called wild travels and it basically does the same thing that wild chicago did only all over the country we we go all over the country and find the bizarre unusual off the beaten track kind of places and uh we're now in our aren't it we're a, i think we're about to make our finish our fourth season uh and it's on pbs in 165 markets in 48 states so we're pretty pleased about that and it can be streamed on something called gotraveler.com. You can stream every episode it's of, of our first three seasons. But, yeah, it's, it's fun to do. I tell you what, it's what I loved about Wild Chicago. I meet such interesting people. Uh, and the give and take with these people is always, always amusing and fascinating, you know. So I had forgotten about Ben Hollis, and that's my bad. But now that you mention it, of course, uh, the show originated with him. But you were on it far longer, and I think people may associate more. In in fact, because you're more more recent memory. Uh, but you were so funny. It was clear that this guy has comedy chops as well. That's kind of an interesting situation. I mean, you walk in and you're dealing with ordinary people. And you have to allow them to be funny, but you have to create that space for them to be funny. Does that make any sense, what I'm sort of describing? You know, I, I always found the piece wasn't nearly as good if it relied on me being funny. If it was, if I had to do all the, you know, bring all the funny, it was never as good a piece as if it was a give and take. And, uh, you know, these people that, that, we, that go on Wild Chicago and now Wild Travels, they're they're uh, very into what they're doing. I mean, they, they, they love their, you know, their club or their, their, their festival or whatever they're involved in. And it always, it always makes them very fascinating to talk to because they're excited about it, you know? 
and I can I can work off that, and and uh, it's, it's very easy to work off of when the people that you're talking to are really into what they're doing, you know. Well, one of those questions I bet you hate getting, but do get every interview you do. What were some of the funniest, wackiest, most offbeat segments of Wild Chicago? I'll give you a minute to think about that, and we're going to pause and then come back with Will Klinger, who's about to open in a show called Being Seen at the Den Theater Company in Chicago. Chicago's very own WGN. Talking to Will Klinger on WGN. Yeah, you know his name, maybe. And uh, who is that? I know that name. That must happen to you all the time. And then you say, Wild Chicago! People know. Is that correct, Will? Well, travels, but yes. Yes, close enough. Uh, you know, a lot of people recognize the voice before they recognize the face because uh, my my voice was on the show more than my face, frankly. But uh, yeah, it's always good to get some love from local Chicagoans. All right, so what were some of the more interesting, offbeat wacky places you visited in Chicago? Well, I, I think the one I, I always gravitate to is there was a guy named Mike Engelhart in the suburbs of Chicago who made these, he would get turkeys from the slaughterhouse and expand their necks Ew. put claws on the, on, the, on the bottom of them, put the head on top and dressed them up in various characters, and he called them poultry personalities. <laughs> and uh, he, he had an amazing collection. And he would sell them for $200 a pop. But uh, good old Mike Engelhardt, I wonder if he's still doing that these days. Uh, uh, but, yeah, poultry personalities is one of my favorite play, uh, pieces. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you one from, from Wild Travels now, since the show's still on the air. Now, Wild uh, Travels, the, let's let's explain so people know. Wild Travels, and we're talking to Will Klinger, who, by the way, is starring in Chicago, or will be, in a show called Being Seen, and we'll tell you again where you can see Being Seen and Will Klinger. So Wild Travels airs all over the country on PBS stations, and you go to interesting places, and you're about to tell us about one of them, I take it. One of them was a festival called Frozen Dead Guy Days. Huh? And Frozen Dead Guy Days takes place in a small town in Colorado. It basically started because there's a, there's a, a, a guy who was frozen on, in, in a, on a, under a ton of dry ice in a tough shed in the hills above Netherland, Colorado. And this festival is basically dedicated to this frozen dead guy. Uh, it's very basic cryogenics. Just dry ice. Ew. And um, they have events like frozen T-shirt contests, uh, you know, frozen turkey bowling, uh, you know, uh, coffin races, purse parades. You know, everything has to do with freezing and death. So that, that was it's a whole weekend of, of fun. It happens every year. I think they're now almost they've got to be in their 20th year by now. We I think we shot it about three years ago. And. Uh, that that was a that was a stitch, frozen dead guy days. If you're ever in Colorado in in, in the winter months, you got to check this out. You got to check that out. Uh, one thing I want to ask you about: you were in the news in Chicago. I guess it was last year. Uh, you were riding uh, the red line, 
and I'll let you take it from there. Oh, yeah, my, my CTA incident. Yeah, that did get a lot of airplay. Uh, I, uh, I was going downtown to meet a friend, and uh, my, my cell phone was stolen. Uh, the people, they waited until the train just pulled into Addison, grabbed my cell phone, and dashed out the door, thinking that the door would close before I got out. Well, I was quick, <laughs> and probably a mistake to chase after them, because I did. I got out the door, and I chased them down the platform, took a bad fall, and eventually I wound up with a hematoma, and I was in the hospital for several days. So the, the lesson to that was give up the phone and, you know, don't chase after criminals who have just stolen your cell phone. Um, but, you know, I, I hope the CTA, I, I, I got to be honest with you, Steve, I have not taken the CTA since that day. I guess I have a phobia now, especially the red line. I mean, I don't know how it is now, but boy, this was in the, during the latter days of the pandemic. And that red line was kind of uh, a little rough around the edges, shall we say? Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it's improved. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So what's what's interesting about the story? First off, these things do happen, and they happen to anyone. Uh, and secondly, this is kind of a post-traumatic stress disorder, right? That you're saying that I'm worried now or fearful about taking public transportation or at least the trains in Chicago. Uh, and I think I'm I'm a little nervous yeah, about it. Yeah, I, I have to admit. Um, yeah, I would understand. And, you know, I think I think uh, I think it'll eventually pass, and I'll eventually be able to get back under the CTA. But uh, thanks to that incident, I tell you what, Uber and Lyft have made a lot of money off me uh, <laughs> because I just have to get places, and I can't use the, the the red line. I don't know about the rest of the lines, but the red line is really nerve nerve wracking for me. Would you get back on? What would get you back on the train? If Mayor Brandon Johnson called you and said, I'm going to ride with you, would that do it? <laughs> yeah, I, I probably would take that for a, 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 a good safety, um, good, a pretty good safety if you're right next to the mayor, sure. You know, I mean, I, I ask, though, because seriously, uh, this is an issue in our city, the city you happen to be located in, and it's kind of heartbreaking to me. Yeah, it is. And, you know, that it's something that I really hope. I voted for Brandon Johnson. I hope it's it's sort of high on his list of things to work on, because I think Chicagoans have a right to be able to to ride public transportation without worrying about, you know, getting getting robbed or assaulted. You know, it's just it's it's the right of, I think, every citizen of this crazy city that we should be able to do that. Well, of course. And a lot of people, I mean, at least you have the choice. You could and can and have been doing, apparently, Uber and Lyft. But not everyone has that choice. Uh, no. Right. No, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. so we do need to fix this problem. Uh, we also need to see you, if you want to smile and laugh, at the Den Theater, the Den, the word the, dentheater.com for more information about the show we talked about called Being Seen. And uh, it opens soon, Will Klinger. It opens very soon. We're in, we're in rehearsal right now. I am actually sitting outside the rehearsal hall as we speak. But yes, it opens the 15th, runs for three weeks. I think, uh, you know, weekends and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Funny comedy. 
All right, go see highly Will Klinger in a highly recommended funny comedy. Will, a pleasure to meet you and a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Steve. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.